Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Derek Ficken. This is Beckett Radio. Thanks for tuning in this week. We got a lot of stuff going on this week as far as radio is concerned. So let's just get right into it. I mean, we're going to do new products and pricing like always. We're going to talk a little hockey because the rookie showcase, the NHLPA showcase is happening this weekend in Toronto. So we're going to uh, talk to Stephen LaRoche, our hockey editor here at Beckett Media, give us all the updates about the rookie showcase. I mean, there's Ultimate Collection coming out, uh, National Treasures with Panini. That's going to be a really big, really big product. Um, so we'll talk to him about that. We're also going to bring on Rob Springs from Beckett Auction Services because right now we're in uh, the August auction. There's about three days left. I think so if I can count right. But the auction ends on Sunday. There's so many cool items in this in this auction right now. There's one of one bat barrel cards from uh, Ty Cobb, Honus Wagner, Babe Ruth, Jimmy Fox, Roy Campanella. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's so many cool items to check out. So definitely listen to that interview. A lot of cool stuff that he talks about, as well as the upcoming auction in September that starts uh, in, uh, I think, the 7th, September 7th, and it rolls into the 21st of September. I mean, a lot of cool Jordan stuff. If you guys are big Jordan collectors, we got a signed Jordan jersey, uh, Mitchell and Ness throwback uni. Uh, from I think his rookie year or his early years so it's got the old school lettering it's all framed real nice big signature a lot of old judge cards so if you guys are into the vintage collecting realm that's definitely something to check out as well as autographed jerseys baseballs the list goes on and on so definitely check that out auctions.beckett.com so yeah a lot of cool stuff with that with Rob Spring so we're gonna have him on talk about that with all the case breaks that Beckett auctions are doing and then I told you we got a lot of stuff. And then we're going to have Chris Vaccaro of Tops Digital come on. There's a really cool app out now called Tops Kick. It's in the second season. Last year they had it with the English Premier League. It did just, it was extremely successful. They had a lot of fun doing it, a lot of people liked it. So now they're expanding it into the German Bundesliga is the uh, German League, which starts, I think, tomorrow, the MLS, which is currently going on, as well as the English Premier League. So it's in the second season. It pretty much kicked off on the 14th of August, so about a week ago, and they're already seeing uh, just great signs of success. Uh, we're going to talk all about um, that and really the digital world, how, how people are trying to get more into that realm of collecting. There's a lot of haters and a lot of speculators saying that it, it won't work or they're not interested because they, they want to have that physical card in their hands if they buy it. So we're going to talk to Chris about, you know, why those collectors should go into the digital world of collecting and, and see that, you know. So yeah, like I said, there's going to be a lot of interviews. We got three this week. We're going to try and get a lot more in the coming weeks with uh, price guide analysts coming on to talk about new products and pricing, uh, as well as editors come on. You know, I need to get Chris Olds. I need to get his butt back in here. Because he's he's always he he knows what he's talking about or at least uh, it sounds like it. Uh, so yeah, we'll see about that. But so let's let's first go to new products and pricing, like we always start off. Now this week, uh, Wednesday, yesterday, we had a couple big products. Well, all three products um, were my favorite. Tops football, tops football season. It's it's officially here. So get your get your packs, get your boxes, get your cases today. That that's going to be a big product, like always. We got it in the system. Uh, so that went live yesterday. Panini National Treasures Basketball. Everyone's a big fan of National Treasures just to see what kind of good stuff, good hits they put in there. And this one doesn't disappoint like always. I, I've seen pictures on Panini's blog, the Knights Lance. 
Uh, so definitely check their blog out with all these really cool pictures of of uh, jersey cards, auto cards, uh, just so sick stuff. It, it's incredible, incredible. So definitely check that out on Panini's blog. And then we go back to Tops with Tops MLS Chrome. This is the first year Tops is putting out an MLS Chrome uh, product. So it'll be really interesting to see what they do with it. I'm excited to get some products in uh, to break here in the office just to see how they're going to do things in the soccer world. And hopefully they translate that into other markets. We're, we're going to talk to Chris Vicara, like I said, about hopefully expanding Tops Kick into different markets, you know, in, in, in next year or in five years to get hopefully the Italian league, I don't know, the Korean league, the Australian league. Like, you know, it would be interesting to see them expand and do more. But I'm extremely excited to see Tops MLS Chrome. All those went live yesterday, August 20th, so definitely check that out. All the checklists are in the system, ready to go for your viewing pleasure. So definitely check that out on Beckett.com in your OPGs and your upcoming issues. Uh, the BSCM magazine's coming out soon. Uh, the basketball and hockey magazines are coming out soon, so definitely check out all those newsstands when they hit. And, and I'm going to say in a week or so. So check that out. But uh, next week, we got a couple big products. Really, the biggest product that people are talking about is Panini National Treasures Hockey. So National Treasures Hockey, that's going to be the last product for Panini as far as hockey goes with their deal because uh, it's expiring and Upper Deck just got the new exclusive deal for the NHL. All I can say is, wow. I talked to Steven, our hockey editor, who's going to be on in a little bit, about this product, and we, we had nothing but incredible, great things to say about this product. We've seen previews for it. We've seen just so many pictures on Twitter, on Panini's Twitter page, at Panini America, on their blog, just everywhere. It, it's just it's tremendous to see what kind of cards are going to be put into a pack of uh, National Treasures hockey. So definitely check that out. I mean, they got signed, uh, signed blades, skate blades. They put it in a card. Like You have certain cards that you're just like, how did they do that? You know, like a windshield card for NASCAR, you know, or, or a shoe card. Like, how could they do that? They did it, and it looks great. So definitely check it out. It's going to be a big product. That goes live next week, as well as Topps UFC Champions. Uh, UFC, they only put out a couple products a year. Topps Knockout was a pretty pretty nice product. But Topps UFC Champions is going to be another cool one, just to see an update to, uh, you know, the, the, the recent fighters that have come up to the limelight, I guess. Some fighters have gone away, but it, it would be nice to see a little update to the uh, UFC brand. So those two go live on the 27th. As far as pricing goes, uh, it, it's been pretty busy, but we have Topps Inception Football. We, we finished pricing that a couple days ago, uh, so check that out on all your OPGs uh, for Topps Inception Football. Rittenhouse WNBA Basketball for all you WNBA fans. That's priced uh, this week, as well as Upper Deck MVP Hockey. Uh, that was priced uh, a couple days ago. So definitely check that out. We got so many big stuff happening in the next week or so. I mean, Finest Baseball, uh, Donra Series 2 Baseball, Rookies and Stars, uh, Football, is Exquisite Collection Golf, Press Pass Redline Racing. All that stuff is going to be priced uh, extremely soon. So be on the lookout for that online at uh, Becca.com. But other than that, 
yeah, I, I really don't have a lot of news, uh, but we have so many interviews to get to. So we're going to talk to Stephen LaRoche of, uh, of Beckett Media here with uh, Beckett Hockey and Beckett Basketball. Going to talk all about hockey, the, the rookie showcase, uh, how excited he is for that. He's going to recap the national because it was his first year to go to one of those. So we'll get his take on that. Then we'll go over to Rob Springs of Beckett Auctions, talk about the, the auction going on now how you have to check out some of the stuff in there. Precious metal gems, uh, autographed baseballs, jerseys, just bat barrel cards, all these cool stuff. you got to check it out. And then we'll go, we'll finish up with Chris Vaccaro of Tops. Um, really cool guy. I met him at the National, and we'll have him on again soon. But he talks all about Tops Kick, the new app for soccer with Tops uh, in the digital world. So definitely uh, get ready for all those. Like I said, I'm Derek Ficken with Beckett Radio. And yeah, here's uh, here's Stephen LaRoche of uh, Beckett Hockey. All right, and uh, next up, we have hockey and basketball editor here at Beckett Media, Mr. Stephen LaRoche, on the phone. Mr. Stephen, how's it going, man? It's going really well. I've recovered nicely from the National, put it that way. <laughs> and uh, we're just getting the, uh, the new uh, basketball and hockey issues, getting them ready, get, getting them out the door, and hoping that uh, people enjoy them. Yeah, so like you said with the National, I, I told you I, I'm still kind of recovering uh, from that. and uh, But... Overall, the national was incredible. You know, for my first one, I, I had a lot of fun. But let's get your thoughts on the national. What did you think about it? Who were the biggest winners um, coming out of the national, and who were the biggest losers? I guess. Well, I don't think there's such a thing as a loser at the national. I think everybody's <laughs> pretty much a winner. Uh, it, it's it's such a, a phenomenal experience for, as as a collector. Uh, you're you're going in and you're going into the basically the biggest trading card show in the world. Yeah. The only way I feel like a loser is that I didn't get to meet Bill Simmons. <laughs> I was I was literally just going to bring that up, saying I saw that Grantland article, and I was like, oh, my God, Bill Simmons was in Cleveland for the card show. That's yeah, crazy. Exactly. So here's an open invitation for him to stop by and say hello uh, next time. Yeah, exactly. I'm well, sure he'll be there in Chicago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I really enjoyed the experience as a whole. It was my first one as a Beckett employee. Previously, I'd attended uh, three in the game over the years. And uh, to me, I was I was really impressed with the amount of truly vintage hockey pieces that were, were popping up on the floor. Yeah. Um, there's going to be an article about it in the new, in Beckett Hockey 266. Cool. And uh, one, I'll, I'll drop a little interesting thing about one of the discoveries. I found... Uh, one dealer had on display the black and white proof for the 66-67 uh, Topps USA Hockey Test Sheet. Wow. Yeah, which is, the, the cards themselves are tough enough as, as it is, and there's a lot of mystery and mystique surrounding that set. Mm -hmm. So I took a picture of, of the sheet thinking, oh, well, it's, it's just half of the 67 set, but I compared it to something I had on file, and it was a totally different uh, setup. Yeah. So I, I thought that was really interesting to yeah. to see an item like that, um, and seeing uh, multiple signed Hall of Fame uh, programs with hundred plus signatures in them, a signed photo of Charlie Gardner from the 1930s. He helped the Chicago Blackhawks to their first Stanley Cup in 1934, nice. and then died a few months later. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So there, and of course there was lots of great modern stuff on the floor too. You, you can't you can't ignore that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, redemption lines were busy for Panini and, and Upper Deck, although Panini didn't have really anything in hockey-related in, uh, in their packs. Mm -hmm. But uh, people were bu busting plenty of Prime. Prime was absolutely on fire at the show. Yeah. 
Now, would you say that Prime was kind of the biggest, uh, biggest open product because it was kind of it was pretty new for the most part? Well, yeah, I I believe it it dropped just as the show opened, basically. So, Mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion, that that there was there was nothing to compare with it for for hockey collectors, and of course, uh, Panini Preferred had just hit in basketball too, and uh, that that's an amazing little product as well. Yeah, when you open that with uh, Panini's uh, Tracy Hackler. Um, and, and you know, that when you gave me the cards, I was, I was salivating, man. Cause preferred's one of, is one of my favorite products just cause of all the booklet cards that are in it, you know, and to see that yeah. team USA booklet card that you had, Chris Mullins, one of my favorite basketball players of all time. And so when he was yeah. included in that, I, I went crazy. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, what's crazy about that product, when you look at it, uh, you look at the numbers, it's a 600 card set basically. And that's nuts. That's yeah, and some cards are limited to as little as 20 copies. I mean, yeah. somebody putting this set together, they've got a huge challenge ahead of them, and I hope they do it. I really do. I'd love to see a, a completed set someday. Yeah, you know, and that that might be something in the future that uh, we at Becca can do is if someone, you know, gets that complete set, you know, manages to get all those cards, To, I mean, obviously that's a super collector right there. You know, and, and and we do some features, you know, in Beckett basketball and and all the other issues that you know super collectors, you know, get get a little feature or whatever. So hey, you know, shout shout out to all you preferred guys if you get a complete set ready to go, let us know because hey, that that takes some work. That really yeah. does. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So uh, last question about the national, and I've pretty sure. much asked everybody about this, but. Uh, did you go on the Ferris wheel, and if not, why? Uh, I didn't go on the Ferris wheel because I was really too, almost too busy. I, yeah. I was being pulled <laughs> in 12 different directions all at the same time. Seriously. Uh, it's something that maybe I'll try next time, uh, you know, maybe uh, do, do a box break on yes. the Ferris wheel. <laughs> As it's think, going around, man. <laughs> well, that, that would be hilarious. But, uh, you know, I, I was, it was funny because I thought, Somebody would end up doing that, or make you know, make it rain with a bunch of 1987 tops baseball cards, and it didn't happen. But <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> we, next ne- yeah, next time that we'll definitely do that. And uh, I forgot to bring up, but you you met and talked to Steve Mason uh, with yes. Upper Deck. They had a really cool autograph signing with him. And uh, what 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 kind of went uh, went on in that interview? Well, it was it was uh, just talking with him about his own experience as as a collector which I thought was, was great. Uh, sometimes you talk to a player and they, they really don't have a collecting background at all. They never busted packs or kept their own stuff, that sort of thing. But when you, when you get a chance to talk to somebody that does collect memorabilia to a certain degree, it's always, it's always a nice conversation. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, yeah. all right, let, let's go to the topics at hand that we talked about off air. A lot of stuff yeah. going on in the world of hockey so let's start it off right with the NHLPA Rookie Showcase. Uh, that's going on this weekend in Toronto. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the first, you know, it's just like the NFLPA Rookie Premiere where, uh, you know, Tops and Panini get to go and do their thing with the rookies. And so now it's looking like with Panini out of the market of hockey, it's purely upper deck. So what are you expecting from the Rookie Showcase this year? Oh, well, I'm expecting just... Uh uh, I really don't know what to expect. This is my first time attending. Okay. So, uh, of course, having worked for a manufacturer that wasn't licensed in the past, yeah. uh, never never had that opportunity to attend. Yeah. For me, 
I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the possibility of talking to some of the, the young prospects, you know, especially if they have a bit of a collecting background. I've met a, a couple of them here and there through uh, different functions and uh, going to games and that sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, to get a chance to talk to Aaron Eckblad, Sam Reinhardt, uh, Anthony Mantha, I'm hoping to, to speak with, who had a, a phenomenal Quebec League season last year with, with uh, Val d'Or. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Detroit Red Wings prospect, uh, and he he could have a very bright future. Of course, he's he's a uh, he's a Red well, Wing. <laughs> well, but with Detroit, they may they may not bring him up right away. Anyway, they don't seem to bring in the younger prospects. Uh, they 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 tend to let them uh, get get some pro experience down in Grand Rapids. Yeah, so. okay. But uh, just to get a chance to talk to him because uh, his uh, grand. I believe it's his grandfather is uh, Andre Pronovo, okay. who uh, played in the NHL in the 1960s and, and possibly in, in the 1950s as well. So he's got kind of a connection to that Pronovo hockey family. Mm-hmm. So uh, Marcel Pronovo was a, was a Hall of Fame defenseman with Detroit. Jean Pronovo scored piles and piles of goals in Pittsburgh. So there's some pretty good, uh, pretty good bloodlines there. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and if if you happen to talk to uh, Mirko Mueller and Chris Tierney, the Sharks prospects, you know, let me know because you know those those are a couple guys we're excited for in, in the Sharks system. You know. <laughs> yeah, and Mueller, I've been following a fair bit since his junior days. I believe he played for the uh, Everett Silvertips. Okay. So, cool. Yeah, yeah. So he's one of those guys that um, you know I've had an eye on for a couple of years, yeah. and uh, it'll be it's going to be interesting to see how he develops as well yeah definitely um so that's going on this weekend and so hopefully we'll we'll have some sort of recap and and all that good stuff on becca.com uh slash news um yeah and uh, through my twitter feed as well uh steven s-t-e-p-h-e-n underscore larouche l-a-r-o-c-h-e follow me on twitter and there's going to be regular updates I'm hoping. So. Sweet. Well, cool. Uh, all right. So there's a, a couple products coming out that are actually really big uh, and definitely game changers in the hockey world. First up, let's talk about the Upper Deck Ultimate Collection uh, that's hitting this week. I think it went live on Wednesday, uh, and and there's a ton of cool stuff going on in there. I think I saw it for around a hundred dollars a box, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that sounds to be about right. Yes. Yeah. But there's there's a lot of cool cards in there, and the ones that you brought up were the one of one art cards. Um, so let's talk about that. What what do you think about those art cards? Oh, I think they look great. Yeah. Um, sometimes art cards uh, can be hit hit or miss, uh, but I think these they're, they're, there's great co- color to them. They're they're compelling that way. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you're not always going to get the the most accurate representation of a player, but I think that these these generally looked very strong. I, this is totally off the wall, but you know, with gaming and, and non-sports products, whenever they have sketch cards or, or some sort of artistic uh, artistic side on a on a trading card, that just right. ma- makes it just a little bit more special, you know. Absolutely. With with these cards as well, um, Upper Deck seems to have scanned them and uh, had player sign versions that have a special. Uh, Holofoil border on the front as well, and oh, they, nice. they look phenomenal. Yeah, well, cool. Um, all right, well, yeah, that so that dropped on Wednesday, and there's uh, a new special incentive uh, for hobby shops out there. Uh, the, I guess it's called uh, overtime. There are packs yeah. of cards, and there's three different waves of of having these packs being released to those hobby shops. Let's talk about that. Well, uh, GTS 
uh, and Universal in Canada um, p- partnered up with Upper Deck to do a spe- special event incentive packs. And th- this has been going for a couple years in hockey, which is really nice. It uh, it allows it gives the whole the wholesalers an opportunity to get decent pre-orders from stores. Okay. And then the um, the stores themselves can promote the fact that you know you're buying this box of cards, but you're also getting a. We'll also set aside a pack of this for this special product for you. Yeah. Now with uh, with the, this time with the first wave, uh, if you if a dealer pre-orders uh, Upper Deck Series One artifacts or Black Diamond, if they pre-order, they can get four, a four card pack instead of a three card pack. Oh, nice. Now the difference with four card packs is that there's a special insert inside, and th- which has uh, parallel versions and also autograph versions limited to three copies each. That, so those are huge pulls. Yeah, that, that's a huge pull. And then, yeah, you have the second wave packs that will be issued with Trilogy, SP Game Used, and then S- uh, e- SPX. Uh, and, yes. and that's got uh, rookie roll call inserts, so that's big. And then it looks like Lord of the Rink inserts will be put into the final wave, the third wave of packs. Yep. So, and I guess you got to, let's see, Series 2, Upper Deck Series 2, Upper Deck Ice or Upper Deck Masterpieces. So, um, yeah, so it's interesting to see Masterpieces come back. I'm intrigued, <laughs> yeah. put it that way. <laughs> yeah, and speaking yep. of Panini, their final product, their final hockey product is going to be released soon, and uh, it's National Treasures, which is obviously a, a huge brand, not just for hockey, but basketball uh, and football as well. There, just yep. so much cool stuff by itself. Now, you add on top of that that this is the final Panini uh, pr- hockey product uh, with this NHL license, and that just raises the bar even more. Um, Absolutely. What, what, can you, what can we expect from buying, let's say, a pack or, or a box of National Treasures? Well, uh, I'm, I'm on Twitter quite a bit during yeah. the day and you know, through the evening and that sort of thing, and I've noticed for the past couple weeks that uh, their hobby brand manager, Chris Barr, has been uh, showing uh, samples of, of the cards, but also showing off uh, what, what's going into some, some of the packs, yeah. like the actual cards that will be in that specific pack. And it's absolutely jaw-dropping sometimes what's going in there in terms of uh, visual appeal. Mm. Um, of course, you know, secondary market value is, is impossible to determine until a product is released. Oh, yeah, of course. But but the percep- the perception is is you know it looks like there might be some pretty good value dumped into the, uh, I hate to use the word dumped uh, placed into yeah. the pack because <laughs> yeah. they they are hand selected packs. There's lots of printing plates. Uh, they really seem to have gone to town on those. Lots yeah. of booklet cards. Uh, what real uh, lots of uh, NHL Shield cards mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Uh, and some of these booklets have up to 24 pieces of memorabilia, you know, which I, I don't think I've ever seen in hockey at all. Yeah, so. that, that's incredible. And, yeah, looking at these pictures, check it out. Uh, they're at Panini America. Some of these pictures are just incredible with the NHL shields. I mean, you have you know the printing plates all over the place. Like we were talking off air, Stephen, the, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, it, it's a booklet card, and it's the shoulder patch of the leaf. Literally, the whole patch is in this card. Uh, which is one of the most outstanding things I've seen, you know, as a booklet card. So, you know, th- this if if you have the money for it, uh, definitely try and get your hands on one because this yeah. 
first of all, it's it's this is it, you know, and and they're just they're just bringing uh, everything out and just just blaring, you know. I just I'm I'm just I, I have nothing to say more than oh my goodness, because <laughs> yeah. they're going out with a bang. Ex- exactly, exactly, and and, and rightfully yeah, so. That's how Panini always does it, you know. They they go out with a bang with yeah. their products. Well, it, and it creates goodwill with collectors. It creates positive memories. Yeah, I, I think that that's what it is. Um, and also with this product, you look at what could have been when you see those flawless cards coming out. Yeah. That's uh, with the with the diamond pieces in them. Those are those are going to be huge. Yeah. Um, and don't forget that there's also the uh, the treasured steel cards with the uh, skate blades, the large pieces of skate blades, some of which are signed on the card, which is great. Too, yeah. So which, which just uh, makes it even more incredible. You know, you have a yeah. signed piece of a skate blade. Like you got to be kidding me, man! <laughs> like that's yeah, in- like, that's insane. Yeah. Well, the, the skate blade is actually encased inside the card, which so there's no risk of. Uh, of hurting yourself, which yeah, is good. That's so, good. Yeah, that yeah. that would be very bad. <laughs> yeah, there'd be nothing worse than opening up a pack of cards and getting sliced. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, National Treasures. I think it comes uh, comes out live next week. Um, if I'm not that mistaken, sounds about right. Yeah, so it, definitely it, check it out. Hard. Try, yeah, try and get your hands on on a box because man, that. Just from the pictures alone, um, I oh gosh, I I'm just yep. a, at a loss for words, you know. Um, it, it it's one of those products that uh, it's it has it has the potential to be a game changer, but at the same time, you're it, it's bittersweet because you can't there you know they can't follow it up right away. Maybe in a few years, uh, if the licensing situation changes and they they get in again, they can bring it back. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but, but uh, right now. Uh, that product is—I uh, think it's going to have a, a very good legacy. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, and it's going to go down in the books as one of the biggest products, maybe of all time, with the amount of different crazy stuff that they're including in these packs. Um, yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see once once all these cards hit the market, you know, the secondary market, to see actually, okay, you know, how much is is you know the the skate blade card going for, you know, and all, all this other crazy stuff, but. Well, uh, considering those skate blade cards are limited to five with a one of one signed version, yeah, yeah. that I think yeah. that's going to be some good money. It, even if they want to sell it, if I, if it was me, I would really try and hold on to that stuff. You know, yeah, it's it's the eternal dilemma uh, yeah. of the modern collector. I think. Yeah, no, yeah. I I completely agree. Um, so one final question, and and we're kind of ending on on a down note, but. Um, he was definitely respected in the hockey industry. Longtime vintage hockey dealer Jerry Chartron passed away. He was in the Montreal area. Uh, tell tell me a little bit about Jerry and, and his yeah. impact on the hobby. Well, Jerry Chartron uh, has been a, a longtime dealer um, and collector. He uh, ran Jerry Sports Cards, which was a regular fixture at the Toronto Expo. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, a little over a week ago, he had... Uh, well, during the National, I had heard that he had um, had an aneurysm. Oh, wow. And then uh, a few days later, um, you know, the unfortunate news broke that, that he had passed away. Yeah. And uh, it kind of leaves uh, a bit of a hole in the vintage collecting community because he was very well respected by, by his peers, by and by collectors as well. Yeah. Um, I believe it was his collection that uh, went up for for auction as well with, through Classic Auctions over the past uh, year or so. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I believe I'm pre- pretty sure that was him off the top of my head, and it was just amazing. So uh, it, it, it's 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 really sad to see somebody who has such knowledge uh, about the about the hobby uh, being no longer with us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely sad, and it, it's tough to swallow. You know, when when these things like things like this happen, you know, in the hobby. Um, so thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends. You know, it's a big deal. And, you know, uh, vintage hockey, you know, that that's that's something for the history books. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Um, you know, with uh, th- there's a fairly strong community of vintage hockey collectors out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it seems sometimes that people are very uh, reticent to uh, share their knowledge. Uh, so it's sometimes difficult to uh, to get to get uh, some proper perspective on things. So, I mean, it's it's um, to to lose a resource like Jerry is 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 heartbreaking. Definitely. Let me talk about vintage hockey uh, just real quick. What? Sure. You're obviously a big collector um, in hockey. Uh, if I'm not yeah, well, mistaken, well, I've been collecting since 1981. So okay. I was five years old, and I started collecting. Yeah, yeah. So so you've been you've been around the hobby a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about your your greatest uh, collector's piece that you uh, will always remember for the rest of your life. Oh well, it's it's kind of funny. Um, one time I was in a in a card shop about a little over ten years ago um, in a Toronto area card shop, and the the dealer there had uh, just a kind of a, a junk box, so to speak. Yeah. And inside, it, it was it had some vintage cards in there, so I picked out a few, thinking what I noticed a blank-backed Parker's card. Okay, now, Parker's cards are, are pretty, with a blank back, are, are, I had never seen one to that, to, at that point, mm. and uh, so naturally, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'll scoop it up, and I think I paid about $5 for the thing. It was, um, on the front, it was Harry Lumley, who was a Hall of Fame goaltender at the time. Um, it looked like a 1955-56 Parker's card. Wow. How, however, when I, when I got it home, I, I compared it to my physical card from the set because in this in the set, actual set, he's card number one. Mm-hmm. Well, the card I picked up had the number twenty on it. It also had a slightly differently rendered Toronto Maple Leafs logo, okay. and the crop on the photo was different. I mean, and and this card that I picked up in the five dollar bin, it was beat to to no end. Um, but I I looked at them thinking. And I talked to a few friends, and the thinking was, "Oh, I have a, like some sort of like mock-up or prototype of that item." Yeah. So, um, so I hung on to to it for a couple of years, and then I ended up taking my five dollar investment and flipping it for a thousand dollars to a private geez. collector. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put it this way: I went out and bought a couch. <laughs> yeah. There you, hey, man, I'll take I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but yeah. to me, it was just um, it, it's a purchase I'll, I'll always remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I can remember going to my first card show in 1989 in a little town called Brighton, Ontario, which is um, about an hour and a half uh, east of Toronto. Okay, and I can still remember going to that show and buying my first pre-war and a pre-war card. Yeah, I bought like a, a C fifty six card, uh, or pardon me, a C fifty five card of uh, Hall of Famer Jimmy Gardner for seven or eight dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still ha- I still have that card though. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, lo- I love I love pre war I cards. Um, you know, basically it's you know it's a, it's a lifelong passion for for the hobby. Yes. Yeah. Well, Stephen, I appreciate you coming on the show. 
in, in such short time. I literally talked to you earlier today, and and we got this set up. So I appreciate you doing that. Um, everyone out there, check out Stephen LaRoche on on Twitter at uh, Stephen underscore LaRoche, and he's got plenty of cool stuff that that he uh, tweets out with pictures, uh, stories from from Beck.com. It, it's just a lot of cool stuff. And uh, we'll definitely be uh, checking out the new issue of Beckett Hockey and Beckett Basketball. Have you picked a cover yet uh, for those two uh, issues? Well, for the October issue, uh, with with the basketball, we're going with uh, with four of the NBA rookies. Okay. Uh, Doug Dermott, uh, Andrew Wiggins, nice. <laughs> who obviously is uh, pretty close to being officially on the move. Yep, yep. Uh, Marcus Smart and uh, the fourth player is a escaping me at the moment. So we've got uh, four rookies on the front, and then on the uh, the hockey issue, I, I decided to go a little old school. Nice. And uh, it'll be a nice WHA shot of uh, Gordy Howe and Bobby Hull. We've oh. never done a WHA cover. Um, this month's issue will have a, a WHA feature uh, talking about the, the card sets that came out in the 1970s, as well as uh, John Waldman did a little feature on uh, collecting the WHA's Winnipeg Jets. Okay, so. cool. Well, yeah, so we've got, definitely we've, check that out. Uh, all you guys out there be hitting newsstands, uh, I, I guess, in the next month, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, but yeah, we're just uh, getting the designing done as we speak kind yeah. of thing. So Cool. Well, Stephen, yeah. thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, and you have a good one. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Next up, we have a special guest live, I guess. I don't know why I keep saying live because this is all recorded, it's live. but it's live right now with, with you and me. Uh, Mr. Rob Springs with Beckett Auctions. How's it going, man? It's going well. Busy. So, yeah, busy. busy times here, not just at Beckett, but with Beckett Auctions. The upcoming auction or the present auction, actually, okay. uh, month of August. We're in the stretch run, like you said. We got about four, three, four days left. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends this Sunday, right. and you know, let's let's take out the bat barrels, all the big high named items. Right. There's a lot of cooler uh, stuff that you know should should get some recognition. Uh, yeah. wh- what are yeah. what are some of those items? Uh, there's still a lot of. Uh a lot of UDA items. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Jordan autographs. Um, there are uh, there's a LeBron James uh, Cavaliers uh, rookie pieces autograph from uh, from his first year. Um, uh, there's still cool stuff like you know obviously the Fleer boxes have gotten the most notoriety, but there's yeah. still um, you know the the Chrome box mm-hmm. is at a good price that hadn't been opened as well as the uh, '84 uh, Cello football. Mm-hmm. Uh, tops box, um, and then just in general, there's just I mean, there's a lot of really cool, <laughs> good stuff in the yeah. auction. So it's just when you get so many pieces that are kind of so dominant and overwhelming, people are you know maybe spending a little too much time. You know, oh, those are cool. You know, even though they can't afford them, <laughs> or, or you know, I'm, and, and I, that's that's no. no indictment on anybody. Yeah. I can't either. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think there's a you know just a lot of cool stuff, and and that sometimes happens. With, I mean, with any not just with our auction house. You know, mm-hmm. once you kind of get past you know, 800,000 items and get into those, you know, those larger runs, um, you know, you can always have stuff that's going to fall through the cracks. So it's yeah. good bargain hunter exactly. material if uh, if you're willing to go in and look. Yeah. I, I mean, there there's plenty of uh, the precious metal gems on there mm-hmm. uh, from the 90s basketball stuff. Uh, the Jordan autographs, the photos, I yeah. think there's two, maybe three or four um, that I saw that you know our classic Jordan poses mm-hmm. got them signed. They're in a front. They, they look beautiful. Yeah. And you know it. Those those are the types of uh, 
I guess pieces of you know game history or, or sports mm-hmm. history where it's like I, I gotta own that if I had the money, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, for for the collectors out there who do have the cash to do that, uh, I mean, they definitely need to check this out. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those Jordans you talked about are uh, some are eight by ten, some are sixteen by twenty, but um, you know, like all the sixteen by twenties are framed up, and obviously mm-hmm. we can't you know ensure a hundred percent with you know the frame. Uh, is going to get to you without being damaged. That's just uh, yeah. that's a shipping issue. But um, but there, I mean, there are a lot of uh, yeah. There's a lot of nice Jordans still uh, yeah available. Yeah, and I was looking. There's a lot of these cool baseball figurines. Uh, mm-hmm. There's like a Honus Wagner, uh, Willie Mays, and and those are interesting because you know I can bring them in, in the office, have them on my mm-hmm. little desk, you know, show them off, whatever. Yeah. and they're vintage. You know, they're not just. You know, they're they're legit. They look real nice, uh, and I mean, it. There's like there's just so much variety in, in these mm-hmm. auctions. It's just so cool to check out each lot. You know what exactly? Yeah, I mean that's you know. what's. Some people could say it's good about us or bad about us. You know, because a lot of other auction houses will have specific themes all the time on things. But, yeah. Um, you know, because our motto, we're just trying to you know, help the average collector mm-hmm. if I have another outlet to sell some of their things, you know, uh, we're going to have a much bigger mix between cards and mems. And yeah, the Heartland statues, there's, there's some that are vintage. There's mm-hmm. some actually that are reprints, but are still cool. And then there's, yeah. you know, there's some sports impression figurines that are autographed by like oh, Ripken cool. and Elway and yeah. uh, there's a mantle and stuff. So there's a lot of, yeah, I mean, there's, there's baseballs, there's, you know, figurines, cards, uh, there's still some pennants and cool stuff like that in there. There's yeah. some full-size USFL helmets, you know, yeah. that are just, they're just different and cool. Yeah. So uh, there's, jer- you know, autographed jerseys and uh, besides all the bat barrels and all the uh, precious metal gems and those type cards. So there's, you know, there's usually something for everybody in, in our yeah. auctions. Yeah, definitely. So this auction ends this Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, I, the 24th of August. So everyone needs to check that out, auctions.beckett.com. And uh, we're going to be rolling with the next month here. It uh, is. Right after that. <laughs> I mean, it's nonstop, you know, pedal to the metal. Uh, so we talked off air about some of the cool things that are going to be showcased mm-hmm. in next month's auction in September. Right. right. Uh, let's talk about, like, the North Carolina signed basketball, the Team USA signed ball. Uh, that stuff is just off the wall crazy. Yeah, the North Carolina is... Uh I can't remember off the top of my head if it's 8283 or 8384, but obviously it's got Jordan on there and yeah. some nice signature of Jordan and and you know one of his earliest type mm-hmm. memorabilia pieces I would imagine um, since it's from North Carolina. But there's also you know Worthy's on that particular ball, uh, Kenny Smith, uh, yeah. uh, Brad Doherty. So there's a lot of name guys mm-hmm. on there, but I, I want to say there's 20-ish, uh, somewhere somewhere around 20-ish autographs on there. But uh, yeah, we just got that. Uh, authenticated through JSA, and uh, so that's ready to roll. And then the Team USA basketball, um, it's got Durant on there and Carmelo and you know, Darren Williams and Dwayne Wade, and so it's it's just kind of a cool piece yeah. with uh, with several different autographs. So there's um, you know already some cool stuff going on yeah. for uh, or getting ready for September. Yeah, and I think the I'm a well, I'm just a big MJ fan, so anything Michael Jordan, you got my eye. And mm-hmm. I was walking by the office. I don't know how I didn't see it, but the signed jersey uh, framed up, looking real nice. Uh, that if I, That's like the epitome of basketball for me, like yeah. a signed Jordan jersey. I think it's the old school well, that's, logo. That's nothing that's cool about it. Yeah, but well, it just came in yesterday, oh, so okay. you, didn't, you didn't miss it for too <laughs> Brian long. Brian Fleischer uh, was making fun of me because he said it's been here forever. No, no, where no. I've no. Been. no. <laughs> it just came in yesterday. But, okay. yeah, it is a uh, um, It's a Michelin Ness. Yeah. It's the, the rookie year uh, retro-type jersey. Um, 
so it's a it's obviously a cool piece in itself but it's a limited edition out of 123 and um it's framed up nice and it's a pretty good size signature by jordan on yeah. the on the uh, he you know he didn't sign it on one of the numbers or anything because mm-hmm. obviously those are too small so it's a big right on the uh, the mesh part of the jersey on the front so it's um it's a pretty cool piece yeah it is definitely it is. a cool piece and so that auction will start september 7th and will go through the 21st correct? that is correct and uh so definitely check that out uh so many cool pieces and you know another thing that beckett auctions is doing and is doing well is the case breaking uh, we started, I think we're, we just finished our third one, mm-hmm. uh, and that was Finest Baseball. Yes. Uh, we pulled a lot of cool stuff. Jose Abreu, uh, Rivera. Springer in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a lot of Springer. good stuff in there. A lot yeah. of good stuff. So uh, we got a couple more products uh, going on. We have Certified Football, uh, Chrome Baseball, and Finest Football. Uh, what should we expect from Beckett Auctions as far as case breaks? Are we going to try and move it once a week? You know, maybe once a day. I mean, yeah. That'd be sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, we're still trying to um, kind of hit the the release date. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, so, so obviously, some months it may only be two products. Some months it could be four or five, or, or just whenever the products are releasing. So, um, and then kind of as I think as we get our feet wet and get more uh, more comfortable uh, with kind of the procedures and everything and how we want to do stuff and and really get a following and kind of build up a little bit uh, more of a following. Um, then I think we may look to kind of filling in the gaps and and who knows how often we might do it kind of I guess depend on demand but what we're trying to do is just you know give people another outlet of somebody they can trust you know yeah. that, I think that's the biggest part of the case breakers is, is do you trust who's doing it on mm-hmm. the other side of the uh, computer for you so you know and, and do you trust them that they pulled the cards and did everything up on the up and up uh, and and get you everything that you paid for so not, not saying that there's you know, everybody out there is dishonest but yeah. you know they're I think with the Beckett name, at least we come in and, and there's They're a level a of trust yeah, built in there exactly. that, you know, these guys are going to do that. Plus, um, you know, starting this week, we've kind of, you know, some people have gotten some stuff graded. So we may actually um, try to introduce uh, like uh, a raw card review right on the spot yeah. um, into these moving forward where you can get your cards RCR'd or, you know, slabbed or whatever you want to do. Even before, so you know, have them done. So when you get your shipment the the next day, and we there. ship out, it's actually already slabbed yeah. and, and things like that. So we're going to try to incorporate that because we can, and nobody mm-hmm. else can. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of a cool element coming soon. So. Yeah. That, that's kind of taking case breaking to the next <clears throat> level, almost. You know, have it. Yeah. Gra- if you want a graded, say it right in the comments, right as we pull it, mm-hmm. we'll have one of the graders slaving away right in the back, so they can <laughs> right. see them doing it and all that good stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, so we got we got a lot of great stuff with football and baseball. What what's been the response overall for case breaking uh, from the people out there? Uh, it's been great. I, I mean, it's it's nothing new. Uh, you know, auctioning by team may be a little bit new. And again, we're not the only one that uh, only company that does that. But there's not a predominance in the market of people that do that. Usually, yeah. you're just kind of getting assigned your team still. Yeah. Um, and it just makes sense to me that I would much rather, you know, bid on the team or teams that I want instead of just randomly getting assigned a team. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think, you know, I mean, obviously we've, I think we sold out of almost every slot for each case break. Nice. I, I think the only one we didn't was the prestige football. And that was just because it was our, no, no, uh, nothing against prestige. It was our first case break. So yeah. it was uh, just probably a lack of knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
um, I mean, the response has been good, and, and we'll keep doing it if, uh, you know, if the people keep wanting it and keep supporting it, then we'll keep doing it because it's obviously fun, and we can, you know, it helps us in other ways where we can do scans of cards immediately for, you know, our magazine and for online. So there's a lot of different other uh, benefits, to, yeah. you know, to doing it besides just, you know, having fun. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, auctions at Beck, auctions.beck.com. Uh, is there a case break uh, area that people can check out? Uh, kind of we still run our case breaks on, on eBay, so you can just okay. check out Beckett Media as our ID and find it there, or you can always just type in. Uh, because we're kind of on the front end of, of the release, we'd mm-hmm. like to run it uh, our case break, uh, the auction part, the week before on eBay, before it actually breaks on that uh, following Wednesday. So we're usually one of the very few that have it. So you can also probably just type in something as simple as, you know, 2014 certified case break, yeah. and, and we should pop up. Pop up, yeah. Okay, well, cool. Yeah, auctions.beckett.com. The uh, the auction that's going on right now will end on the 24th this Sunday. Mm-hmm. The next one will start September 7th, and we'll go through the 21st. Like I said, and, and what Rob said, there's plenty of cool stuff. North Carolina sign ball, Team USA sign ball, some old judge cards, which mm-hmm. are, that's huge, yeah. uh, and plenty of autographed jerseys. So Lots of um, goodies. Yeah, lots of goodies. Lots of stuff to check out here at Beckett Auctions. So, all right, Rob, well, we appreciate it. And uh, yes, sir. You have a good one. All right, thank you. All right, and next up, we have another interview with someone special on the phone, all the way from New York, Mr. Chris Vaccaro, editor in chief of Tops Digital. How's it going, man? Hey, man, how are you? I'm uh, excited to talk about our, our latest launched app, Tops Kick. So, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of soccer, uh, as everyone uh, at Beckett Radio knows. I, that's all I talk about, really. So this Tops Kick is really interesting. Our editor, baseball editor Chris Olds, is a huge fan of Tops Bunt. Um, that's all he posts on Twitter, for the most part, is all about his Nick Swisher digital collection on Tops Bunt. So now you guys are going into the soccer market. This is the second season for Tops Kick. Last year, you did it with just the English Premier League, but you're branching out into other leagues. You want to explain a little about that? Yeah, uh, Top's Kick has expanded threefold this year, where it's not just the Premier League, but we've added Bundesliga for Germany and MLS, Major League Soccer. So you can get you know cards and compete on our leaderboards for points with uh, 57 licensed clubs in three leagues with about a thousand players and you know tons and tons of users across the world and the interesting part is not just three leagues it's also available in three languages so oh, wow. people in germany can access the app and it's all in german and there's also the uh, spanish language in- introduction so you know uh, all across the world in spanish-speaking countries you can get the app in spanish as well and it's not just a watered-down translation, if you will. We, you know, we have translation services that are helping to make sure that there's a smooth transition from what we're producing in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have editorial staff in Germany and Spanish writers producing content in Spanish. So wow. it's the three, leagues, the, the three languages, uh, people all around the world helping to produce this and make sure that the content is crisp and pure to these specific languages. And also, you know, just meeting the needs of diehard soccer fans who really understand that Bundesliga is is obviously one of the top leagues in the world and 
MLS is is big in America and growing, you know, with with the introduction of more and more, you know, high level players. Mm-hmm. And then of course Premier League, which which just kicked off last week for for this season, and people are you know diehards with with all of those UK teams. So we're excited. Three you know three leagues and three languages and uh, you know three times the amount of fun, if not more. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about the similarities and differences between Top's kick and Top's bunt. Uh, and let's just start off with the similarities. Uh, what exactly can people expect to roll over from Top's bunt? Well, the core of what we do is going to be consistent in all of our apps, and okay. bunt, kick, and then huddle also our, our American football app. Uh, it, there's digital trading card collecting, and then there's the fantasy sports aspect, so that the cards earn points based on how players perform in the real world. That's that's what we do. That's the core of everything that's going on in our business. Um, you know, then there's some overlap, I guess, in types of the card sets and themes. Uh, you know, so there there's signature series cards in, yeah. in all that we do. There's going to be old school type throwback Thursday historic cards. So that you know, you'll see some of the types of cards that we've done in Bunt in 2014 overlap for Kick 15. Uh, there, but there are some additions and new things that are going on in Kick 2 that you can't see in Bunt related to gameplay and, and different things that we'll talk about. But really, at its core, uh, you can expect a similar feel with with a new look, a new color palette. Uh, and of course, you know, just it, there's just so many more players and teams and kick that it, it makes it just a little bit more grand in terms mm-hmm. of the amount of uh, overall content that you can expect. Yeah, Let, let's talk about the most sought-after card in Top's Kick. Uh, I know this this uh, season, the second season, pretty much just started, uh, but uh, you can bring in from last season. What what was kind of the overall most sought-after card? Uh, obviously, that's sort of subjective to the fan. I mean, as a Mets fan, for instance, in Bunt, there are certain David Wright cards or Tom Seaver cards that are important to me versus, you know, (laughs) the the overall uh, community. Whenever somebody asks me what's the most sought-after card, what's the biggest card, what's the one that's really gotten people going, it always reverts back to the signature cards, and it's a digital signature we call the SIG series. Uh So no matter if it's Bunt, Kick, or Huddle, anytime we release a SIG, it's it's the one that everybody wants. This year so far, since we've only really been out, uh, you know, since August 14th, that was our, our relaunch day for Kick. We've had one SIG, and uh, it's Tim Howard, the obviously the U.S. American goalkeeper from our U.S. men's national team. Yeah. He plays for uh, a Premier League team, and we released him first. So that's been like one of the hottest cards to open up the season. But going forward, generally it's going to be any signature that we release is going to be hot. You know, people want it. The odds are a little bit more more difficult to pull the the specific individual value for a, especially a fan of the club of the player that we choose for the SIG is big but everybody wants every SIG that's just sort of uh, you know how it rolls out in all of our apps yeah are we going to try and see something in the future with real cards going into the digital world like uh, you know Allen and Ginter or something like that people have uh, people have talked about well there's just two sides to that so there's Introducing the physical product into our digital products. Mm-hmm. And yes, we've done that. Yeah. In Bunt, there's a balance between physical and new ideas. So in Bunt, you can open up our card sheet right now and you can see Top's Tribute, Allen and Ginter, Gypsy Queen, the regular base set and different little offshoot individual you know inserts that they have in the base set. Nice. So yeah, we incorporate as much of the physical as we can in digital design. So when you're, when you're pulling cards out of packs, 
there's this familiarization of, oh, I have that card, or I've seen that card before, or I, I love Alan Ingans, or let me collect that on my on my device, let me yeah. collect that in bunch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely the introduction of physical products in digital. Vice versa, though, you know, there's no, you can't print a bunch or a kit card and have a physical version of it right now. Yeah. Uh, and that's not necessarily somewhere where we're going, at least for the time being, but, you know, we're... We're always open to figuring out how to make this model even more progressive and to make the branding flow for both physical and digital. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, bringing that up, there, there's some people out there that have voiced their concerns about not being able to have a tangible card from Bunt or, or Kick or Huddle uh, when, they, when they pay something for it. Um, thus saying that they're just not interested in, in the product. Now, what, what's your response to that to try and get those collectors into the digital world? The whole idea of why we've done these apps in the first place is for us to be progressive and forward-thinking, to adhere to what's going on in society, which is obviously completely driven by digital media, yeah. where people people live on their phones, on their tablets, and on their devices. So, you know, why not introduce what we do at the core of our business at Tops, which are trading cards, and stick specifically to those platforms? So there's no overlap with physical except for you know, ideas exchanging, you know, and, and as I said, releasing cards on the apps themselves. Um, you know, so we haven't really had the idea or really it, it's not in the business model right now to go and print physical product based on what we're doing. Yeah. And as I said, you know, before, it, it's not it's not something that we're, you know, closed to or it may, you know, may, maybe it happens in the future. But right now it's completely a digital team focused on the digital product. Uh, and, you know, more and more people are, are joining every day, signing up, experiencing this. Uh, you know, it's not just a novelty. It's not a gimmick. It's it's what's going on now in society with digital media. And we are, you know, uh, we're, we're with the curve. And in many cases, we like to feel like we're ahead of the curve in what we're doing with our technology. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And, I, you know, you got to get ahead of of the uh, the curve because other other than uh, I, I guess you'll just get left in the dust you know what I mean uh, so it's good to see that Tops is being proactive about you know realizing that the digital uh, side of things is not going away and it really has taken over our society as a whole you know and so I think you know it, it, it's only the second season for Tops Kick but there's so many interesting cool little quirks about it that I think it'll drive. Uh, drive everything up, especially if you reach out into every single soccer league, you know, because this is a worldwide game, you know, with, with Topps Bunt or Topps Huddle, it's it's specifically, it's not specifically, but it's based in, in America, but with, you know, soccer, it's all over the place. So, you know, maybe five years down the line, you can start looking at the Chinese league, the the Australian league, stuff like that. So the the potential for Topps Kick, I feel is the greatest out of all three. I don't know if you agree with that, but you know that that just in my mind, I think Topps Kick has the potential to be the most successful out of all of them. Well, it gives us a global footprint and an international platform to stand on. And as we said, you know, it's it's multiple countries, multiple leagues, and multiple languages. So mm-hmm. automatically, we're opening up ourselves to uh, people out there in the world who may not have gotten bunt or huddle as you said and of course you can download those apps in different uh countries but really you know in in, in english version but still yeah, yeah. yeah i mean the the future looks even brighter and bigger for kick from a uh from a content standpoint because there are so many leagues out there and uh players and different people to get and you, know, you mentioned five years who knows you know what 
it could be this season. It could be you know yeah. next year where we we had other leagues and you know there are so many other big time clubs out there that I'm sure we would love to have in the app at some point. Definitely. But uh, you know every, everything's trending in, in a positive direction for us. Yeah. Well, just a little uh, little note: if you get the Italian league in there, you you have me signed up, ready to go. You know I, I'm I'm a huge Italian soccer fan, so if you got that in there. I'll be definitely checking it out. <laughs> yeah, Syria. Ah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a serious league. I mean, <laughs> this, this town and there, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we would love to have as many leagues as we possibly can. And as I said before, fifty-seven clubs is a lot now. So we'll yeah. see how it goes this year, and we'll see how we can expand. Definitely. Well, Chris, thanks so much for coming on. If you guys want to check out Top's Kick, it's a really awesome idea, and uh, you should get on the bandwagon now. Uh, but check it out on Twitter at Tops Kick and Chris Vaccaro. You're on Twitter as well at Chris Vaccaro. Uh, a lot of cool stuff gets posted, and uh, yeah, it's just great to follow you guys over at Tops to see what what y'all are doing on the East Coast. And yeah, I, I wish y'all the best with with the digital department, and uh, we'll see you later. I appreciate it. Uh, you can get the app on iOS and Android. It's available now. So pick it up, have some fun, and compete with people around the world. Thanks for having me on, man. Cool. Thanks. All right. So that about wraps it up for me here at Beckett Radio. Uh, lots of great stuff that you just heard from Rob Springs, Stephen LaRoche, and, and of course, Chris Vaccaro uh, of Tops. So if you guys are interested in any of those topics, uh, Stephen LaRoche, he's on Twitter, uh, at Stephen underscore LaRoche. Uh, and then uh, Rob Springs, Beckett Auctions is on Twitter, at Beckett Auctions. They post a lot of cool photos. Uh, we're going to start doing videos of, of stuff coming in to the office as as uh, as we get them uh, for the auction. And, of course, Chris Vaccaro is on, on Twitter, uh, at Chris Vaccaro. And Tops Kick is also on Twitter, so at Tops Kick. Definitely check all those uh, profiles out. They got so much cool stuff going on, especially with Tops Kick. I'm a big fan of, of soccer, like I said in the interview. So I'm, I'm going to start checking that out, see if I can get my hands a little dirty in, uh, in that app. But, yeah, other than that, thanks, everyone, for listening. Check out Beckett.com slash radio for all your news and info. Uh, there's so much cool stuff going on in the trading card world. We just try and keep up each week. So thanks, everyone, for listening, continuing to grow the show. Uh, check us out on Beckett Radio's uh, Twitter page, at Beckett Radio. And if you have any questions, just send us an email, radio at Beckett.com. We'll get that going uh, for you if you do have questions. But, yeah, next week we're going to try and get uh, some football pricing in here uh, with Dan Hit. We're going to talk all about that and maybe get Brian Fleischer back in here to talk basketball uh, because National Treasures basketball will be out a week or so. So to get pricing and, and some opinions on, on National Treasures basketball, that, that'd be pretty cool. So we'll get Brian in for that. Uh, but yeah, other than that, thanks guys for listening to Becca Radio. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, everyone else here at Becca Media appreciates it. Check us out on Twitter at Becca Radio or send us an email saying uh, saying how you like it, how you don't like the show. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll listen. You know, we'll, we'll try and listen to you guys. Uh, we want to make this show better for you. So let us know at Beckett Radio or radio at Beckett.com, and we'll get that going. So, yeah, that about wraps it up for me. I'm Derek Ficken, your host. Thanks for listening to Beckett Radio. I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. <laughs>